0: Welcome to Pinewoods Chapel. We're glad you're here. Here's Pastor Chris Atkinson. Every person, no matter the age, is looking for affirmation on their accomplishments as a kid in the sandbox building that sandcastle, the teenager who passed that geography test, or even that older lady that's 106 years old celebrating one more birthday in her life. We all look for affirmation when we finish a milestone. Every human has a need, and that need is to feel accomplished, uh, approved, accepted. And a lot of the time that approval and acceptance is connected to our behavior, and as long as our behavior is acceptable, we will be approved of. But with God, it doesn't work that way. And for many people, we do think that if we just have good behavior or better behavior than someone else, then God will accept me. But God doesn't accept us based on behavior. He only accepts humanity based on faith. You see, activity doesn't give approval, faith does. And today we're gonna talk about why faith is better than good behavior. And we've started going through the book of Romans and, and really digging into what faith is all about. Because faith needs to be the anchor that holds us strong in the middle of the world that we live in. So in Romans, Paul writes this letter to Jewish Romans who think that God is only looking at their behavior and how they actually keep the law. And for a lot of Jewish people, when Paul was writing this, they were very focused on, uh, on the activities and the rules, the rituals, and everything that the Old Testament on the outside looked at. But Paul, as he's writing this letter, begins to show the Jewish Romans that all of these things were actually done by faith. And where we pick up uh, in the letter today in Romans chapter 4, Paul is beginning his argument for justification by faith. And Paul actually uses the, the people that those Jewish Romans would have known. And he starts with Abraham. So grab your Bible or grab your device, whatever you've got. Turn to Romans chapter 4. We're going to read verses 1 to 12. This is what it says in verse 1. What then shall we say was gained by Abraham, our forefather, according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as a righteousness. Now to the one who works, his wages are not counted as a gift, but as his due and to the one who does not work, but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted as righteousness. Just as David also speaks of the blessing of the one to whom God counts righteousness apart from works. This is what he says. Blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord will not count as sin. Is this blessing then only for the circumcised or also for the uncircumcised? For we say that faith was counted to Abraham as righteousness. How then what is it counted to him? Was it before or after he had been sacrificed? He had been circumcised it was not after but before he was circumcised he received the sign of circumcision as a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised their purpose was to make him the father of all who believe without being circumcised so that the righteous would be counted to them as well and to make him the father of the circumcised who are not merely circumcised but who also walk in the footsteps of faith that our father Abraham had before he was circumcised. As Paul is writing this section of the letter, he's really trying to drill down to these Jewish Romans about faith. And he uses Abraham and David and these examples, these illustrations in the section of the letter to get his point across. Because he really wants to show them that faith is better so here's his argument in this letter as he's talking to them and he remember he's reasoning with him paul in the letter of romans it's very much a, a logical progression of thought and he begins to reason with them and he gives them three reasons why faith is actually better and we're going to talk about that today so faith is better because good behavior doesn't justify he makes this point like right off the bat in verses 1 to 5 in chapter 4, he says, what shall then we say was gained by Abraham, our forefather, according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he had something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him as righteousness. Now to the one who works, his wages are not counted as a gift, but as his due. And to the one who does not work, but believes in him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is counted as righteousness. So who's, who's this Abraham that, that Paul is referring to? Well, Abraham was the father of this great nation of Israel. All the descendants of the Jews came from Abraham. So everyone that, uh, that Paul was writing to, he, they knew, and he knew too, that they knew who Abraham was. And Abraham was considered like this amazing guy who was considered to be perfect and you couldn't say a thing against him. That's how uh, revered and, and how respected the legacy of Abraham was. And so Paul draws on that right away and he's like, hey, who's this Abraham that was so great? And we all considered him great. And he talks about the work and the behavior that Abraham lived by. And he talks and he says, works would mean that Abraham did it all, which would mean that Abraham could actually boast about being this perfect, great, amazing guy. And what we see here is, is him sort of challenging what what they're thinking about Abraham. And after he's talking to them about Abraham, he then points them back to the scriptures, and he says, what does the scriptures actually say? And he makes this point where belief is connected to righteousness, not good behavior connected to righteousness. So as he continues on here, he just starts to open this up and he begins to illustrate the point by talking about work. And you and I can really relate to this because you and I work and when we work, we get paid. You know, we get hired, we have a salary, we get paid by the hour. And when we work, there's a benefit that comes to us because we've actually worked. And so he's drawing on the same illustration because he says, if if you work, you get paid. And if you're paid, it's not really a gift, it's actually owed to you. You see, belief justifies humanity in the sight of God, not good behavior. And the whole point that he's trying to make here is that your good behavior, all the works, all the activities that we do, all the good things that we do, don't actually justify us in the sight of God because then we would have something to boast about. It would be owed to us. And it would not be a gift. And Paul is drilling down to talk to them about what actually God does when he justifies us. So what is this justifying that Paul is talking about here as he's writing this section of the letter? Well. Justification is really being declared righteous in the sight of God. God is the one who will justify individuals before before him. It's very much this this picture of a judge in in a courtroom setting. And for many of us, we live daily under the burden of wanting to be justified before God. So why do you think that good behavior will make us acceptable to God? Because that's actually how our human mind thinks. We use our measurements instead of asking God what will make us acceptable to you. And for our world that we live in, so many people and we grow up in homes like this, we grow up in workplaces like this, where when we do something good, we are praised. And when you do a good job, it's kind of like you get that promotion. And so we take that same mindset and we transfer it onto God and we go, well, this is the way our world works. This is the way people work. That must be the way God works. Well, God doesn't work that way. You see, works, good behavior, doesn't make us righteous our behavior doesn't make us right with God. We could be the perfect model citizen, but that doesn't count in God's eyes. We may even say to ourselves, I'm a good person, I will get rewarded for my goodness. We even try to be perfect. And maybe today as you're listening to this, you're struggling this because you've, you've been like, I'm, I've been trying to have all this good behavior for God so that God would be pleased with me. Faith is better. Because good behavior doesn't justify. You see, all of the Christian obedience doesn't make us right with God. Obedience is good. And it's a sign that we actually live by faith. But even obedience doesn't make us right with God. It's only faith in Jesus Christ, believing that Jesus Christ is God's son, and that he came to take the sin of the world on himself to pay for all of our wrongdoings. And this is really what we all need to realize about faith. And this is why faith is better, because there's so much guilt that comes with trying to have good behavior all the time. (laughs) There's so much burden that that lays on us because we're like, I just have to, it's like this working it up and I just got to be better. I got to be better. But faith is better because good behavior doesn't justify us. And this is Such a foundational truth to faith where we turn our attention off of our behavior, off of ourselves, and onto Jesus and our faith in him. Well, here's here's the second reason why Paul is talking about faith is better. Faith is better because trusting God erases bad behavior. Now all of us have done bad things. We've broken the law, whether it's speeding or some uh, minor infraction on the law. Maybe some of us even have some criminal records because we've done uh, some things that have uh, caused us to have a criminal record. We've said mean uh, words about others. and We've lied, we've cheated, we've hurt other people. And some of us think, that if I just do more good things than bad, God won't remember all the bad things I've done. And we think that good behavior will erase our bad behavior. But God doesn't work that way either. You see, as as Paul is writing this letter, he's really drilling down into these Jewish Romans because he knows that they're, they're trying to live in this perfect way so that God would accept them. And as he's been talking to them about how that, you know, good behavior doesn't justify us before God, he then continues to go on to talk about the goodness that comes from God because God actually erases our bad behavior. So in verses six and eight, 6 through 8, he turns to this other uh, famous person in the history of Israel, David. And he says, just as David also speaks of the blessing of the one to whom God counts righteousness apart from works, blessed are those whose lawless deeds are forgiven and whose sins are covered. Blessed is the man against whom the Lord will not count his sin. So here we have David. David is, a again, this great king in the history of Israel. All the Jewish people knew about him. He's greatly admired by the Jewish people. And in Psalm 32, David writes this uh, caption that we see in verses 7 and 8 here. And it's over in Psalm 32 verses 1 and 2. and And Yes, we have all kinds of archaeological evidence that David did exist and that he did write this. And so this is a really cool part of the Bible because it's, it's real. It's real stuff. And what he says here is he says, Blessed is the person whose sin is covered. And God is not counting his sin to that person. Meaning that they're forgiven. What did they need to be forgiven? Well, it was all this bad behavior. They were deeds committed against the law. They were sins. They were missing the mark of who God is. And it actually says that these people are forgiven. Their bad behavior has been erased. Their bad behavior is not being counted. It's covered. So what does that actually mean? Well, it means that These are people who God counted them as righteous apart from their works, their good or bad behavior. You see, God counts them as righteous because they trust God to erase their bad behavior. To be sure there will be consequences for a bad behavior here in this life. We can't get away from that. But God erases our consequences of bad behavior when we trust God and believe in God, having faith in the Son, Jesus Christ. You see, Paul is using this argument. He's drawing on people that they know, Abraham and and David, to, to draw them back to what was foundational to them. It was not their works, not the good behavior, not the things that they did or didn't do, but it had to do with trusting God, having faith in God. You see, faith is better because trusting God erases bad behavior as opposed to us trying to nullify our bad behavior with more good behavior. And sometimes that's what we do. That's exactly what we do. We just kind of think, well, if I would just be a little bit better person, then God will have to like me. He'll have to accept me. But that's not how God works. You see, with God, it's all about faith. It's all about trusting him and putting our faith and belief in Jesus, that he is going to erase all of our bad behavior. And faith is better because all of these things, when it has to do with work, has to do with performance, what I can and what I cannot do, these rules these do's and don'ts when God is actually just looking for faith you see faith is better because good behavior doesn't justify us there's nothing that we can do and faith is better because trusting God erases this bad behavior and here's the third reason as he's continuing on in verses 9 through 12 Faith is better because walking in faith justifies. So now as Paul gets into this section of the letter and as, as he's writing, remember he's writing to these Jewish people and he's, he's drawing upon the Old Testament. He's drawing upon uh, the things that they know very well. And he begins by saying in verse nine, he says, is this blessing then only for the circumcised? or also for the uncircumcised. This blessing that he's talking about is this counted uh, righteousness, this imputed righteousness that's given as a gift, not because of works and because of faith. He says, for we say that faith was counted to Abraham as righteousness. How then was it counted to him? Was it before or after he had been circumcised? It was not after, but before he was circumcised. See, he makes this great point here because he's drawing them down. He's drawing them to this point that this has all been, all of the things that Abraham did, all the things that David did were about faith. Verse 11, he received the sign of circumcision as a seal of the righteousness that he had by faith while he was still uncircumcised. The purpose... to make him the father of all who believe without being circumcised so that the righteousness would be counted to them as well and to make him the father of the circumcised who are not merely circumcised but who also walk in the footsteps of faith that our father Abraham had before he was circumcised so let's just talk about circumcision for a minute like what what is this circumcision and yes circumcision is still practiced today it's practiced for different reasons than the children of Israel had. But circumcision for the Jewish people was a sign that was used to show that they were actually the descendants of Abraham. It was also something that other nations around them and and the culture had practiced. But God told Abraham to do this as a sign for the Jewish people. You see, Paul is pointing out here that Abraham had faith before he had this sign of faith or the seal of his righteousness. Now, as Paul is laying this out there, he's actually explaining who this faith applies to. And he says, is this the circumcised or the uncircumcised? Well, he makes it very clear that Abraham had faith before he was even circumcised. And if it if he had faith before he was even circumcised, so that faith would be for all those circumcised or those uncircumcised. You see, right here in the letter, we already see Paul starting to lay the foundation to start talking about the Gentiles and the Greeks. Because some of the Jewish people, they had this huge understanding that it was just about them. But all through the Old Testament, we see that there's grace and there's faith in those that are a part of the descendants of Abraham, but also... To the nations around those that respond to Jesus. You see, we see here that it was the faith of Abraham that justified him and nothing else. <laughs> there was the circumcision didn't justify him, his good behavior didn't justify him, you know, his bad behavior was being erased because he had faith in Jesus. It was his faith that declared him righteous in the sight of God. And because of this, Abraham was this father of faith. He lived by faith each and every day. He listened to God and he followed him when he said to do something. And because of this, he had he had a faith walk through his whole life. And that's really what our life is to look like today. It's really to look no different than Abraham's life. We are to live in the same footsteps of faith because it's faith, this faith walk that actually justifies us as we live in our our daily lives before God. You see, every day we listen for God's direction. We hope, we believe, we act on what God promises as God communicates to us his direction. And all the direction we need from God is written in the scriptures, in God's word to us. And a huge part of living by faith is following the direction of scripture. You see, it's actually our faith that justifies us before God, not our good behavior. Our good behavior doesn't make you good or right in the eyes of God. And good behavior doesn't erase bad behavior, our our sin and our, our rebellion or turning away from God. It's only faith that justifies humanity before God. And only faith in Jesus declares us as righteous in God's eyes. So how are you gonna put your faith into action this week? You know, for some of us, maybe we've been focusing so much on our good behavior that we haven't been trusting and relying on God in our faith. Maybe some of us have been, have been working so hard in trying to be perfect for God Erasing all of the mistakes that we make. And not just trusting Him to forgive us. And for some of us, we just need to be walking and trusting God and putting all of our faith and trust in Him to take care of our behavior. You see, part of walking by faith is putting our faith into action on a daily basis. And right now, as we're in this lockdown and we're going through these things and some of us are uh, fearful about going out, well, maybe just going out to get the groceries is you having faith in God that God's going to protect you. Maybe you going to check on an elderly person during this pandemic, that's just faith. Trusting God. You know, getting some groceries for a family that has their kids at home or helping someone through this season, maybe just picking up the phone and calling someone through this time. Maybe they're struggling with some isolation. You know, faith that is trusting God to justify us is just living by faith, believing in God, trusting in Jesus, walking every day in the footsteps of faith instead of fear or performance, which just makes us feel more guilty because we just can't be perfect. And this is why faith is better. You see, faith is better because of all of these things that good behavior doesn't justify us and and, Good behavior doesn't erase all of our bad behavior, but trusting in Jesus does erase all of those things. It has nothing to do with what we actually do, but it has everything to do about walking by faith every single day. And maybe for you today, you've never decided, you've never made that heartfelt decision that says, you know what, I'm just going to walk by faith. I'm going to trust Jesus. I'm going to trust that Jesus died on the cross for my sins. I'm going to trust that what Jesus has done for me will make me right with God. It's not my good behavior. It's just me trusting in Him. And I'm going to have faith in Him. And I'm going to trust Him with my life. I'm going to trust Him with my kids. I'm going to trust Him with everything and give everything to Him. Well, if that's you today, then just... Tell God that. Tell him, God, I trust you with everything. And for those of us that have have made that decision in, in our hearts, let us hold fast. Let us stay true to that decision. Let us hang on to walking by faith. And yes, the world around us is different. Yes, there are stresses today that we didn't have a year ago or two years ago or three years ago all the more reason for us to live every day by faith, trusting Jesus to deliver us, to bring us freedom and to not trust our good behavior, our right decisions, our trying to outperform our bad behavior, but just trusting Jesus with our life and walking every day in faith. That's all that God is asking of us is to live by faith. So as we go about this week, as we we live our lives, may we be people known for faith and trusting God with our faith. Let's pray. Your Heavenly Father, I thank you so much that we can gather together today. Lord, I pray that you would strengthen all of our faith, that we would trust you, that we would not look to our good behavior or that we would not try and perform our way to you, but that we would let go of all of those things and trust you, put our faith in you, put our faith in Jesus Christ, that Jesus is the one who justifies us before God, making us right before you. who erases our sins, who forgives our sins, and brings us to this place where we trust and we walk with you. So God, we thank you for this day. We pray, Lord, that you would just help us live this week by faith, one day at a time. And we pray all of this in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to support the ministry of Pinewoods Chapel, please visit pinewoodschapel.com and click give. Have a great week.